Welcome to the Girl Means Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls. Over the last few years, I have built a business that allowed me to quit my nine to five, spend more time with the ones that I love, and live my best life. Now, I'm sharing everything I learned along the way with you. Each week, my guest and I will share actionable tips, tangible advice, and honest conversations to help you build your dream business. So get ready to take notes and put in the work because this girl means business. Hey guys, welcome back to another week here on the Girl Means Business podcast. I hope you're having a fabulous week. Here in Texas where I'm recording this, it has been a beautiful week because we have had the first signs of fall and I could not be more excited. In fact, as I'm recording this, I am wearing a sweatshirt, guys, a sweatshirt. For those of you that are listening that are maybe up north or in colder states, you're thinking, okay, that's nothing special. But for those of us here in Texas, you'll understand that when you get to put on that first sweatshirt of the year, it is like magic. And so I'm just praying this cold weather holds out because I love it. I love fall. It's one of my favorite times of year. In addition to this great fall weather we're having, I've had a really, really busy last few days. And I know that you're probably like, what does it have to do with today's topic? But I just want to fill you in a little bit about sort of my personal day-to-day things going on. So I had a crazy busy weekend. I had a session on Thursday, a wedding on Friday, a full day of mini sessions on Saturday. Sunday, I finally got to relax, but I spent the entire day editing. From the time I got up until about seven o'clock at night, I was editing, but I got all of my sessions out and done and to my clients. And it feels so good to have something done. But what I was realizing over the weekend too, was that my computer is not keeping up with me. And when you run a business, it's like you live on your computer. And for me, it's my laptop and I have a MacBook Pro and I love it. I like Literally, it is the life of my business on this computer. It's what I'm currently recording this episode on. It's what I do all of my work on. And it's just not keeping up with the demands. The storage is not enough. The speed is not enough. And now even my keys on my keyboard are like falling off, like literally falling off of the keyboard. It's pretty sad. And so I took it into the Apple store. They were like, we can repair it, but it's going to take two to four weeks to get it back to you. And I'm like, yeah, I can't live without my laptop for that long. I can't even go an entire day probably without my laptop, much less two to four weeks. So... I'm super excited because my new, beautiful, upgraded laptop just came in the mail today. It literally just arrived like an hour ago, and I contemplated recording this episode on my new laptop, but I was like, well, I should probably like figure out how it works first, but um, anyway, this is just my way of saying I'm super geeking out over technology today because I cannot wait to dive into my new laptop and all the things that it can do. I also got my new phone this week, so I'm like, well, Apple's getting a ton of my money right now, but I am heavy in technology right now with all of this new fun stuff. I got to figure out how to use it all. So I hope y'all are having a great week. I hope it feels like fall where you are. I hope you are busy, busy, busy with this time of year and things are going super well in your business. But today, I want to talk to those of you who consider yourself perfectionist. Those of you who are working night and day to make sure everything in your business is absolutely 100% perfect. 
most likely you were the kid in school who always wanted to have a 4.0, had to have that A average, had to obsess over every single paper you turned in, every project had to be completely perfect. You got really frustrated with people when you had to do group projects because they weren't pulling the weight and they weren't doing the work. They weren't as dedicated as you were. And I have to say that I, that's not me. I'm just going to be very upfront right now and say that's definitely not my personality. I was the kid in school who was happy with a B. I never really aimed for, like C was not good, but I was comfortable with B. Like 80% was fine with me. And it's translated into my life as I've gotten older and the fact that I'm really happy with just good enough. And I know that for some of you, you're cringing and you're thinking, oh my gosh, how could you be happy with just good enough? But I really honestly believe that that is what's helped me get my business to where it is now. And the reason I say that is because I know some of you listening. I know you personally, you are friends of mine, I have worked with you, and I have seen how your perfectionism is holding you back in your business. It might look something like, well, my website isn't perfect yet, so I can't launch my business. Or I haven't written a blog post in months because I just can't seem to get it right. Or it might be that your social media content is lacking because you're too afraid to put content out there that's not up to the par of what you think it should be. If that sounds like you, if that sounds like what you're struggling with in your business, then this episode is for you because I'm going to walk you through a couple different steps and scenarios and how it looks in your business and how you can overcome that perfectionism. Now, let me put a little caveat in here that I'm not saying perfectionism is a bad thing by any means. There's parts of me that wish that I cared more about perfection in my business or perfection in my life in general, because there's definitely times that I have not given enough of an effort or I've put things out there too quickly and had to go back and retract some things or change some things. So in no way am I saying that perfectionism is something that needs to be erased completely from your business, your personality. It's part of who you are. It's part of what makes you who you are and makes your business what it is. What I am wanting you to do is to recognize the times when perfectionism is holding you back from moving your business forward. The times when perfectionism is the all or nothing attitude. It's, it sounds similar to this. Like you're saying, I haven't figured out my logo yet, which means that I can't make my business cards because I don't have my logo, which also means I can't go to that networking event because I don't have my business card. So I'll just stay home. That is perfectionism holding you back from your business. And it can sound like excuses. It can sound like that you're making excuses for not doing things. But I understand that in your mind, you're thinking, no, I really can't go to that networking event because I don't have my business cards and I don't have my logo to make those business cards the way I want them to be. And this sort of perfectionism can cause you stress. It can crush creativity and it prevents you from being productive and ultimately from being profitable. And so a lot of you, I think that might be listening to this, you don't even realize that you're doing it because you just see it as that, well, I want to make sure I do a good job. And yes, I want you to do a good job. I want you to put out your best effort forward, but I don't want perfectionism to hold you back from business. I don't want it to hold you back from taking the next step in your business. 
And I don't want it to hold you back from doing something you really want to do and achieving the things you really want to achieve all because it doesn't look like it's at a hundred percent yet. It might just be at 80 or 85%. And so that's why I kind of titled this episode a fun title, but it truly is the real way I feel. Just do the damn thing. And I've said this to friends multiple times who have gotten stuck in their business. I'm like, just do the thing. Just put the thing out there. And it can be really frustrating for those of us who are not perfectionist, who are like, it's good enough. Just put it out there. And I get that I, I'm not trying to say that those of you who want it to be perfect are doing something wrong. But again, if I'm able to put something out at 85% and it be successful, then you can too. I promise you. So I'm going to walk you through five scenarios, five tips to help you kind of move past your perfectionism and start moving your business forward. Tip number one is done is better than perfect. Anyone who knows me or has worked with me, you've heard me say this phrase multiple times, done is better than perfect. And I believe this wholeheartedly. So in this case, perfectionism is going to sound something like this. You're going to think, well, my website isn't up yet because it's not perfect. I don't have everything exactly the way I want it. I don't have all the photos I want out there. I need to go and shoot more sessions or I need to go hire a photographer to photograph these things before I can ever get my website out. Or it's saying, well, I don't know 100% who my ideal client is, so I can't start advertising to people yet. I can't start marketing yet because I don't know who I'm marketing to. Side note, go back and listen to episode two and I will help you with that. But that's what it's starting to sound like. And I know people, I won't name names, but I know people in business that I'm friends with who have gotten stuck in this trap. They start going down through this rabbit hole of going back to the website example. My website isn't perfect. I don't have my menus exactly the way, they're not spaced exactly the way I want them, or the photos aren't as clean and crisp as I want them, or I don't have all of my product out there yet, or I haven't taken the photos I need to do this, or I can't get the wording just right. And it's stopping you from getting out there and starting your business. And that's called being on a half bridge. So in business, you're building bridges. You're going from one point to the next point, from point A to point B. And so in the terms of your website, the example we're running with here, point A is that starting point of building your website. Point B is where you have the website launched. It's out there for the world to see. And a lot of times perfectionists get stuck on that half bridge because they feel like they haven't gotten it good enough to put out into the world. But here's the thing, guys, you can't have a business if you don't have clients coming to you. You can't have a business if you don't have your information out there for people to find you. And so by not taking that next step, by not putting your website out there, then you are hindering your business from moving forward because people can't find you. And when it comes to the idea of done is better than perfect, I can't tell you guys how many times I've gone to somebody's website and I've seen a typo or a picture doesn't load perfectly, or the wording isn't necessarily fabulous, but it gets the point across. Not once have I ever said to myself, well, I'm not hiring them because they forgot to put a period at the end of that sentence, or I'm not going to hire them because that photo didn't load when it was supposed to, or I know that's a stock image, not going to hire them. 
That's never happened. Okay. Now I've not hired people or not worked with people for other reasons, but it's never been because their website wasn't perfect. I think we have this idea in our mind of what things are supposed to look like. And a lot of that comes from comparison. It comes from looking at other people's stuff and going, well, mine's not as good as that one, or mine doesn't look like this, or mine doesn't sound like that. Guys, if you take this podcast as an example, there are so many podcasts out there in the world. If I sat here all day long and compared myself to every other business podcast out there, I would never hit publish on a single episode. As you probably heard earlier in the episode, I stumbled over my words multiple times. I could go back and edit that out, but I'm not going to for a couple different reasons. One, I don't want you to think that I'm perfect when I'm not. Two, if you stop listening to this episode because I stumbled over my words, then you are not someone who needs to be here anyway. And three, I'm not going to waste valuable time in my day editing out every single stumble I make over my words or every time I say the word um, just to make it sound polished for somebody else. That's not who I am. And that's not what I want this podcast to be. Now, there are definitely people out there who will go and have the hire editors or they'll spend hours editing a single episode because I'm not going to do that because my time is more valuable than that. And I want you to have this content in your earbuds more than I want it to be perfect because I'd rather it be out in the world. I'd rather it be done and in your earbuds than be sitting on my computer for no one to listen to because it's just not perfect. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms, and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're going to love it just as much as I do. Imagine if you were talking to one of your children. I do this a lot with my own kids, and I've had to remind myself multiple, multiple times to make sure I'm encouraging this in my own daughters. They will come to me with something, and they are so proud of it. I mean, it's, for example, my daughter, my oldest one came home the other day with this self-portrait she'd done in her art class, and she was so, so proud of it. It was, in her mind, the best masterpiece she'd ever created. Now, I could have sat there and I could have nitpicked every little detail of it that wasn't perfect, but she's seven. I'm not going to do that. And I also know that in her sweet little seven-year-old mind, she's not nitpicking the details. 
In her mind, she finished that masterpiece and it was as good as anything she'd ever created in her life. And I think that if we talk to our children the way we talk to ourselves in these moments of trying to be perfect, imagine saying those things to your children. You would never say those things to your children. I know what some of you are doing. You're sitting down at your computer and you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is never going to be good enough. This is ridiculous. This is stupid. It's, it's horrible. It looks awful. I can't believe I'm even thinking about doing this. And if you haven't said those things to yourself, I think you're lying to yourself. But imagine saying those things about your business to your children about the things they've accomplished in their life. You would not put that on them. So don't put it on yourself. Guys, getting things out into the world perfect or imperfect, it doesn't matter. You just need to get it out into the world because somebody needs what you're giving them. Whether it's your product, your service, what you have to say, an opinion that you have, a thought you have, an idea you have, somebody needs that item. Somebody needs what you are offering. And if you are holding that back from them because it just isn't perfect, then you're doing them a disservice. I'm going to give you one more example because it just came to my mind of, of a visual kind of representation of this. Guys, I'm a horrible cook. I mean, horrible. Like, I don't enjoy it. I hate cooking. I only do it because I have to and I don't want my family to starve. But if I could have somebody come and cook meals for us every single day, that's the first thing I would do if we won the lottery, honestly. I said, probably hire a chef and a housekeeper. But I just don't enjoy cooking. So when I cook dinner at night, I know it's not a five-star meal. In fact, it's not even probably a three-star meal. It's not great. It's good enough. But I'm not going to not give my kids that meal because it's not perfect. I'm not going to withhold food from them because it's not perfect. But that's what you're doing in your business. You are withholding whatever greatness it is that you are creating for your clients. You're keeping it from them because you don't think it's good enough when they need whatever it is that you're offering to them. So done is better than perfect. Just jump in, finish whatever it is that you started with, and don't let your perfectionism prevent you from completing the project that you're on. You can always, always, always make changes as time goes on. Guys, that's one of the great things about technology today is nothing is really permanent. Everything can be changed. So if you are working on that website and you put it out there, and you get it launched, it's out there for the world to see. And then you realize two weeks from now, oh my gosh, I don't have this photo on there. Or I need to go back and add a contact page because I forgot to do that. Or I need to go and update the dates that I'm available. Or I need to go and update this product pricing. You can make those changes. It's not permanent. Just do the damn thing and get it out there. Get it out there for the world to see. Okay, sorry, that one kind of went off on a tangent because I just get I get so passionate about this topic, guys. I really, really, really feel like that some of you are using your perfectionism to hold you back. So, okay, moving on to number two, use obstacles to your advantage. So in this case, it might sound something like this, like, oh, this just isn't working out. Maybe it's a sign that I should give up or it's not going the way I want it to, so I'm just going to quit. You know, I've had clients that I've worked with in mentoring situations where we'll be talking about things like email marketing 
and I'll say, okay, you just need to send, send out an email this week, talk to your client, share something. And they'll go and they'll send something out and they'll ask people to click on a link or whatever it is they want them to do. And they'll come back and they'll say, well, only 2% of the people I sent it to clicked on a link. So this email marketing doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work for me. I'm, it's not for me. I'm going to move on to something else. Okay. Well, that's like saying that going to the gym one time and going, "Mm, it didn't work for me. So I'm not going to go anymore. These are not signs that you are failing. These are not signs that you need to quit. When you get to a point where something isn't working the way you want it to, or it isn't working at all, it's a chance for you to learn from your mistakes or sit down and go, okay, what can I do differently? How can I tweak what's working and what's not working? I guarantee you that if you were to go and talk to any business owner who is successful, you would hear them tell you stories of how many times they went back to the drawing board and made changes to their original plan. You know, there's a podcast I listen to called How I Built This on NPR, and it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to for business because they interview these business owners. And I think I've talked about on this show before about one of the things I love about it is that they don't necessarily talk about the great things that happened. They do talk about that some, but a lot of it is the struggles and the failures and the roadblocks they had to overcome in their business. And it's so inspiring to listen to because all we see is the finished product. We don't see what they had to go through to get there. And so I love listening to these stories of these entrepreneurs who have built these great things, but also seeing how many times they came to a dead end or how many times they tried something, it didn't work. So they brought it back, reconfigured it and tried it again. So in your business, if there's something that you've done and you've tried it and you've been like, this just isn't working for me, instead of just saying it's a failure and moving on into something else, guys, look at it more closely. Look at it as an opportunity to figure something out to do differently. You know, I use the gym as an example because it's so true. Business is a long game. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to put one thing out into the world and it's going to magically make your business this huge success. You're not going to post one post on Facebook. You're not going to send one email and get immediate results. It takes time. And it takes learning what works for your business and your clients. So just like going to the gym, it's really easy to go to the gym and get frustrated when the scale doesn't budge or to even go to the gym for a month straight and not see the results that you want. Or maybe you're somebody who works out all the time, but you've hit a black plateau and nothing's changing. Well, then you got to change up your workouts. You can't do the same thing every single day and expect your results to keep growing. The same in your business. If you are posting to social media every single day, but you're not getting the likes and the comments and the shares and the things that you want, then try changing up your social media game. Before you just say, well, it's not working, I'm done, this isn't for me, and being frustrated, try looking at that roadblock as a puzzle. It's a puzzle you have to figure out how to solve. So what pieces are working and what pieces need to be reconfigured or changed to look something like something different? Okay, it's not a failure. It's not because it's not perfect. It's not because 
it didn't work out the way you wanted to the first time, it's the long game, guys. You just got to keep pushing forward. So when things don't go the way that you want them to, instead of getting frustrated and upset and shutting down and quitting, reassess the reasons why and use that information to push ahead. And this just isn't for people who are struggling with perfectionism. This is business in general, guys, because this is something that I need to learn to do more in my business because it happens to all of us. We all get frustrated. There's so many times that I will put something out there expecting these huge, great results and I get crickets or I get small, little results and it's frustrating. But instead of just saying, take it all down, I'm done, I'm starting over with something new, which is what a lot of y'all are doing, which is what I've done in the past, is I'm learning to say, okay, this part right here, this one little piece of the big picture, that worked. But these other four or five things, they're not working for some reason. Let me dive deeper into see how I can make those work as well as this one thing's working. Or to say, none of this is working. What do I need to do differently? Is it the website? Is it the wording? Is it the copy I put into the email? Is it the social media content? Is it that I'm not talking to my ideal client? Is it, there's so many factors. And so just to throw the baby out with the bathwater is not going to help your business. You've got to look at these obstacles as a chance to learn and grow and move forward. But if you're someone who struggles with perfectionism and you want to put it out there at 100% and you want it to be so successful right away, you're just setting yourself up for failure. So be prepared for things not to go the way you planned and to learn from them and grow from them. All right, number three is delegate. This is a hard one for anybody who one, struggles with perfectionism, or two, struggles with control, which to me, perfectionism and control kind of go hand in hand, because I can already tell what some of y'all are thinking. You're thinking, okay, well, I need this done, but nobody else is going to do it as well as I will. I can already hear some of you nodding your heads going, yeah, yeah, that's true. They're not going to do it as good as I would. And you know what? It's true. They're not because they're not you and that's okay. And so when you are in your business and you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have so much to do and I have to do it myself because if I ask somebody else to do it, either it won't get done, I'll have to redo it five different times because they didn't do what they wanted to do, or it's not going to look the way I want it to look. So it's just easier for me to do it myself. You know, I want to show of hands here, how many people out there you feel like your plate is so overloaded because you're doing everything yourself. Guys, we're not intended to do everything ourselves at all. We're not good at every single thing in our business. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who is this super successful business owner, and she was talking about how there's so many little things in her day that she could give off to somebody else, but she just doesn't because she wants to do them herself because she feels like, If I don't do them, are they going to get done the right way? Are they going to get done on time? And it was stupid little things like taking something to the post office to be mailed. And my response to her was, you need to focus on the things that only you can do in your business. Everything else can be given to somebody else. So I'm going to say that one more time for those of you that may have missed that. You need to focus on the things that only you can do in your business. You know, you think about like my business, for example, 
I probably will not hire associate shooters for my photography business because I am what makes my business what it is. It's my photography. It's my work. I'm the only one who can take those photographs for my clients, but I'm not the only one who can schedule social media content or write email copy or post blog posts or edit or send invoices. Those are things I could outsource to somebody else if I really needed to or wanted to. And I do. Same thing with this podcast. I'm not going to outsource the recording of these podcasts because that's me. I, I need to do this part. But can I outsource some of the editing or can I outsource some of the content creation that goes into marketing the podcast? Yes, because I don't have to have my hand on that all the time. So if there's something in your business that you can delegate to somebody else or outsource to somebody else to take it off your plate, do that. But if you do that, you have to completely hand over that project to them. And you have to be okay with the idea that it's not going to look exactly the way you want it to, but you know what? It might look better. So for example, I am not great with writing. I'm not a writer. It's difficult for me. That's why I turned to podcasts instead of blogging because writing does not come easy for me and I just don't enjoy it. So when I need copy done for a website or I need help with copy for emails that are going out or for landing pages or some social media content or whatever it might be, I outsource it because I know there's somebody out there who can write it way better than I ever could. And yeah, I might go in and I might just kind of check and make sure it sounds like me and it has my voice and it has my personality in there, but I'm not going to redo the whole thing because they did a better job than I could ever do. And when you get to the point in your business when you realize there are certain things that only you can do and there are certain things you can hand off to other people, it just frees you so much to focus on the things that you are really good at. So again, if you can delegate some of that responsibility to somebody else that you can trust and rely on, it's going to make a huge difference in your business and it's going to allow you to feel less stressed, less anxious, and you can really give a hundred percent effort to the things that matter the most that only you are able to do in your business. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break from this episode to talk about one of our amazing sponsors, HoneyBook. In this episode, we're talking all about perfectionism, overcoming the idea that you have to do everything on your own perfectly, and HoneyBook can help you do that. As we just talked about in this episode, we were talking about delegating, handing off responsibility to somebody else to help you grow your business. Guys, HoneyBook is the perfect tool to help you do this. I know for me, I used to stress over when I would get an inquiry from a new client, sending out the perfect email with all the right wording and the links and everything that person needed. With HoneyBook, I have templates ready to go. So an inquiry comes in, I open up the app, I can quickly send a template email, I can even customize it within a few seconds with their personal information about their wedding date or questions they asked me in their inquiry. And then I send it off and it's done. I don't have to overanalyze it. HoneyBook is the perfect way to help delegate things in your business that are taking up time and causing you stress. 
HoneyBook makes it super easy to take some of those day-to-day tasks off your plate. There's tons of automated features, scheduling calendars, and every client gets their own project page where they can have their invoices, files, notes, questionnaires, brochures, contracts, everything all in one place. And when you sign up for HoneyBook using the Girl Means Business discount link, you will get half off your first year. Guys, it's a huge savings. So go to bit.ly forward slash GMB HoneyBook. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash G-M-B HoneyBook. I'll also link to that in today's show notes at girlmeansbusiness.com forward slash episode 28. Click on that link and you will get half off your first year with HoneyBook and you even get to try it for free to make sure you love it. If you try it and you have any questions about how I'm using it in my business, you want to see some behind the scenes sneak peeks into how I'm running it with the Girl Means business and with my photography business, feel free to send me an email. I am more than happy to share with you any of the behind the scenes work that goes into using HoneyBook in my own personal business. Again, use that code bit.ly forward slash GMB HoneyBook to get half off your first year. All right, guys, let's get back to today's show. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, photographers, are you ready to make 2024 your best year yet? Growing a business is tough. You're following all the successful photographers and experts, soaking up their best advice and downloading all their free guides, trying to replicate their success only to come up lacking, blaming yourself when their methods don't work for you. But the truth is, it isn't you. Free content and one size fits all courses can only get you so far. What you need is personalized help and guidance, but that can get expensive. Well, not anymore. I've created the perfect solution to get you personalized results for less than $2 a day. Introducing the Focus Photographer Lab, a -a one-of-a-kind coaching membership that gets you one-on-one results for a fraction of the cost of traditional coaching. Inside the lab, you'll find the three C's to success, classes, coaching, and community. With classes, you gain access to a treasure trove of pre-recorded trainings and invaluable resources. With coaching, you get monthly live trainings and Q&A sessions, along with my favorite part, the weekly one-on-one office hours, where we get to address your unique questions and challenges. And then there's the community, where you get to connect with an amazing group of talented female photographers who share your passion, supporting each other and inspiring each other to greatness. The best part is it doesn't come with an expensive one-on-one coaching price tag. You get all of that for just $47 a month. You can even try it for free for 14 days to make sure it's a good fit for you. And there is no contract and no obligation you can cancel at any time. So what are you waiting for? Head down to the show notes and click the link to learn more and get signed up today. And let's make 2024 our best year yet. All right, guys, number four is take breaks. If you're the type of person that thinks in order for my business to succeed, I've got to be working on it all the time. I'll take a break when this project's done, or I'll take a break once this thing is finished. Guys, you are wearing yourself out. I know all too well what it looks like to become a workaholic. I have never considered myself a workaholic until I started running my own business. And I think part of it's because I enjoy what I do so much that I could work on it 24-7, but I have to give myself breaks. 
And when I'm specifically working on a project and I'm feeling frustrated or I'm feeling stuck or I'm feeling like it's not as good as I want it to be, the best thing I can do is walk away for a while. I come back with a whole new clean perspective. I come back with a fresh attitude, a fresh set of eyes, and I'm able to really look at it clearly again. So if you find that you are spending an inordinate amount of time on one project and you are getting exhausted and burned out on that one project or that one piece of your business, take a break, walk away from it for a little while. Going back to that example of the website, if you are building out your website to begin with and you are obsessing over it and you're constantly going back and tweaking it, I want you to walk away from it for a day or maybe two days or maybe even a week, whatever it takes, but take a break and make sure you are giving yourself a way to reset. And when I say take a break, that can look like a couple different things. If it's just one particular project that you're working on that's really stressing you out and you are feeling like you are not getting it to that 100% mark that you want or even the 90 or 80% mark that you want, walk away and work on something else for a little while. If it's your business in general that you're feeling frustrated with, if it's just nothing is looking the way you want it to, you're frustrated, you're dealing with that perfectionism like drive that you have and you just can't move past the fact that things are not 100% yet, walk away completely from your business for a couple hours. Go do a workout class, go take a walk, go have lunch with a friend, go spend time with your family. It's okay to walk away, it's all gonna be there when you come back. And the great thing about your business is that it's your business. You get to decide what it looks like. You get to decide the timeline that you're on. There's no one else setting deadlines for you most of the time. So you get to choose when something is published, when something gets put out into the world. And so if you are struggling with something and you feel like that you are just beating your head against a wall and you want this so badly to be done by the end of the day, and it's just not getting there, it's okay. Walk away and come back to it tomorrow. I promise you, it's not going to be the end of the world. And if you are able to come back and look at that project or that piece of item or that whatever it is in your business with fresh eyes, it's going to make a world of difference. So don't be afraid to take a break. All right, number five, and I saved, I guess, the best for last or the most difficult for last. And that is stop looking at what everyone else is doing. If you are struggling with perfectionism in your business and you are struggling because you don't think that what you're doing is good enough, I guarantee you a big part of it is because you're looking at what everyone else is doing. So I had a mentor client that I worked with a couple years ago and she kept coming to me saying, I just, I can't get this to look right. I can't get this to work for me. I can't do this. I can't do that. And I started asking her questions. I was like, well, what is it? She was working on trying to get names and clients onto her email list. So she was creating a lead magnet, which we're going to talk a lot more about in a couple episodes, but she was creating a lead magnet, trying to get new clients onto her email list. And she was struggling with getting it created and putting it out there for people to start downloading and opting into And I said, well, what is it that you feel like is keeping you? Because it looks great. It's the contents there, the presentations there, what's stopping you? And she sent me about four or five other people's, you know, landing pages and opt-in forms. She's like, I don't know. I just, I keep looking at theirs. I keep thinking that there's something they're doing that I'm not, that's 
that's keeping me from putting this out there. And that's when it occurred to me that it wasn't that she was looking at her own work to be worried about it. She was looking at what everyone else was doing. And she was comparing what she was creating to what everyone else had created. And she felt like she was coming up lacking. But guys, here's the the thing about business. And here's the thing about perfectionism. First of all, there is no such thing as perfect. If you are scrolling through Instagram and you're looking at all these fabulous photos of people on vacation and in these glorious clean kitchens with their kids in matching outfits or whatever it might be, that is not real. The perfect photo that you see is not real. What you don't see is the mess they swept off into the corner of their kitchen before they took that photo. What you don't see on that vacation photo is the argument they got into with their husband a few minutes before that because all she cared about was getting the the perfect photo or the fact that they were sick half the time or their kids were running around like crazy or whatever it might be, guys. There is no such thing as perfect. And so when you start comparing your imperfection to the made up version of perfection you're seeing in other people, you're never going to live up to that you're never going to reach that level because that doesn't exist. And so stop comparing what you're doing to everyone else. The second thing about that comparison piece is that you don't want to do what everyone else is doing. You want to stand out. You want to do something different. You want to do something that people are going to look at and go, wow, I haven't seen that before, or I haven't seen it done in that way. And so if you're trying to live up to somebody else's version of what they've done in your mind that's perfect, you're never going to get there. So you have to set your own standard. You have to set your own bar and go, my version of what this looks like is X, Y, Z. And I'm going to achieve that. I'm not going to worry about what anybody else is doing. So if you're working on something in your business and you find that you are constantly looking at what other people in your industry are doing, stop, turn off the computer, get out of social media, don't opt into their email list, don't even go to their website because you don't want to do your copy of what they're doing. You want to do your version of what you're doing. And that is going to help you to feel like you are more prepared to put that out into the world, whatever it might be. It's easy for me to say that don't compare yourself. I know that's hard. I did a whole episode back in episode three or four about comparison and how much it can drain you and how hard it is to get past it. But guys, if you are struggling with perfectionism and you are letting it hold you back in your business, adding that comparison piece is just going to make it that much harder. Guys, it's so stinking difficult. So please, 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 please make sure that if you find that you are struggling to get something finished because you're looking at what everybody else is doing, put on your blinders, just focus on what you have ahead of you and stop worrying about what everyone else is doing. 
All right, guys, so that does it for today's show. Hopefully those are some really helpful tips that you can use to help you move forward in your business. If you are really feeling stuck, if you're really struggling with this perfectionism and you just can't get past it, head over to the Girl Means Business Facebook group. If you're not already a member, click that little join now button and we would love to have you in the group. And let's talk, let's chat about it. Let's work through it together. That's why that group is there to help you get questions answered, create community, and really share your thoughts and ideas with other people who are in the same situation as you. Again, I hope you all have a wonderful week enjoying this beautiful fall weather. Hopefully, if you're up north, it's not too cold where you are. Maybe you're getting snow. I don't know. That'd be kind of awesome. I will see you again back here next week, same time, same place. Bye, guys. If you loved today's episode, don't forget to click the subscribe button so you never miss when a new episode goes live. Then head over to iTunes and leave a quick review to let other people know just how much you loved it. Thanks, ladies. See you next week.